Shanklin here with my lovely wife, Susan. That's the first time I've been able to say that in about the six weeks. We've been doing videos without you, and I've been missing you a lot, Susan. Aww. So here we are, and we're glad to be with you. And, uh, well, I don't know what you have on your heart, but maybe you should tell us about what's been happening in the last six weeks. Uh, well, I had... Uh Hammer toe, plural, toes. Hammer toes surgery. Hammer toes surgery. And one was, uh, had to be corrected in a way that they eliminated some of the bone and then stuck a pin. I don't know, can you see that? Yeah. <laughs> hey! The doctor said, you want this, you paid for it. <laughs> but um, so the, they stick that in the center of your bone and then with that they had a little piece of metal that would stay there that uh, would keep the toe from ever bending again. But anyway, um, maybe if you're, if you're not familiar with, with that uh, type of thing, you think, oh, it's just a toe. You know, what's the big deal? <laughs> right. And, you we know. We found out it's a big deal, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. And it also caused me to think of people that are in automobile accidents or have cancer or suffering mm -hmm. uh, far more than I. Um, it gave me a real, um, not that I didn't have compassion, because I have quite, probably too much compassion sometimes. Uh, for people, but you know, we should never belittle another's pain yeah. or discomfort, or even if people have a cold, how, you know, we don't know how miserable they really are. Yeah. So I think it's always um, to give give compassion and love to those that are hurting. Right. Uh, even sometimes uh, hypochondriacs need love <laughs> yeah well just just to give you a little picture of what what this was like i guess from my perspective now i was i was the uh, caretaker he was wonderful and during the first especially the first few weeks i think i'd say the first four weeks especially you were really not moving around very much so uh in the bedroom a lot and uh so i was uh, cooking the meals bringing them up and and uh, it was just difficult to get around. She's using a walker, but even so. And I was also. Oh, yes, yeah, so I was just going to talk about this thing. <laughs> I call it the stormtrooper boot. And yeah. it makes this lovely noise every time you undo it. Don't you like that? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> six, six straps. And. So it just kind of keeps everything immobilized so the foot can heal and be restored. I would even have to sleep with it. Yeah. And it weighs a ton. So I found out what it's like to be a caretaker, but I said, you know, you've been taking care of me for 50 years so I could take care of you for six weeks. And uh, it was actually, I felt a privilege, you know. But, you know, it does bring to mind the, the challenges, you know, of of this type of situation in our lives. You know, I was talking about people that are hurting, you know, uh, how we need to show compassion. 
And then somebody wrote to you and said, how are you, Tom, doing? Uh, because the caretakers uh, get kind of left out of the picture because everybody focuses on the person that is ill. But caretakers yeah. need a big gold... Hurrah. No, I was thinking one of those trophies. <laughs> yeah. Thank <laughs> God know. for the caretakers, right? Yeah. And I mean, I could not take care of myself Yeah. Uh, because I was upstairs and um, I had this boot on and, and it was very extremely painful. Yeah, and for a lot of folks, it's being a caretaker or, or being in this position is... Uh, much longer than six weeks. You know? I know. So years. Uh, challenges of life and uh, our hearts and prayers are go out to you in that situation. Yep. You know, adults taking care of adults, or parents, or parents taking care of children. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So it's it's God's love really in action, and uh, God does give us grace for whatever situation we're in, and I thank thank Him for that. You know, I thank Him for really the opportunity to uh, to serve because, you know, you're actually naturally much more of a servant than I am. But he did so good. I'd be upstairs and i go, Tom, coffee. <laughs> yeah. And then he wouldn't hear me. So I, I would text him, coffee. But I think, you know, I think God gives us grace for <laughs> whatever situation we're in. And, uh, you know, somebody said, what's the best spiritual gift? Well, it's, it's the one that you need at the particular time. Right, right. I just want to share with you some things that uh, the Lord impressed upon me, you know, as I, I went through this. Yesterday was my last doctor's visit, so this has been my first free day. Yeah. I went outside today, except to go to the doctor you know, around my yard for the first time in six weeks. And I, I overdid it a little. <laughs> I hurt my well, foot, but... Well, yesterday, you, after the doctor visit, you went to Walmart. <laughs> and uh, you got a video. Maybe I can add that to this. No, so. <laughs> no. Of, of you uh, walking into Walmart. <laughs> but anyway, you know, uh, with this boot... Um, I, I, I didn't have balance because it was so much higher and uh, the, it looks like it's flat, but really it kind of rocks. Mm, kind of a curve, yeah. And uh, it was uh, really heavy and stiff. You know, they have these sidebars and my balance uh, was never good. And that was one of the main reasons that I used a walker is to steady myself and also to take pressure off my foot while I was walking. With this balance issue, even though I had one, really two toes, but one thing that was major that was off in my life created this imbalance. And sometimes in our natural life, we have one thing that is amiss with God mm. and it causes us to be imbalanced mm. 
with our walk with the Lord. So in other words, you got a eight cylinder engine, it's hitting on seven, but that eighth one's just not quite ticking right. Yeah. I don't know what an eight cylinder is, but I imagine there are eight parts. Well, you're only running on seven. Right, so you got an eight cylinder engine, but one of them's not working. Just well, in, in Proverbs 3, five and six, it says to not lean on your own understanding. You have to lean on God. You know, when, when uh, you just can't go by your feelings. And uh, so many times we're led by our feelings in, instead of the Word of God, you know, and it's so true. You know, if how you feel doesn't line up with the Word and you're walking, following your feelings, you better just stop. Mm. Just stop. Stop what you're doing and reevaluate. Oh, true. So let's all kind of stay, try to stay more balanced. I think the... Uh, the body of Christ is, has gotten a little bit of out of balance and we need to stop and uh, reevaluate uh, what we're doing here. Another thing I notice is stamina. Mm. You know, when something's amiss in your walk with God, you just don't have stamina to keep going. You know, you're, if you're listening, you think, oh, I know, I, I'm just exhausted. I'm doing all this stuff. I'm thinking about all these things. I'm trying to please all these people. <sighs> I'm just dying. You know, we don't have stamina. Mm. You know, I did not, I, I, I get up and I go to the bathroom and I go back and, <gasps> you know, I didn't have stamina because one thing was out of whack in my life. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have stamina. In Hebrews 12, 1, it says to throw off everything that hinders and the sin that easily entangles us. Mm. You know, we have to, again, just stop. I think we're, we are so driven as people that we we're get caught up. And we don't know, we get in this manic mode. Mm -hmm. And I think we really need to stop and evaluate where we are. And let everybody keep running. You're not in charge of them. You're in charge of this person. Yeah. I'm in charge of Susan. Well, I don't know if this fits with what you're thinking, but what's coming to me is that we need to, we need to live life from the center down in the heart where our connection is with God. You know? Give us give us new stamina. Because otherwise we're we're scattered. You know? yeah. We need to get we need to get centered. We need to get rooted in Christ. And I think that goes back to not operating in your feelings mm -hmm. all the time. Emotions. And another thing is I was so slow. I would have to drag this leg. And I and eventually I was able. I don't know if it was after two weeks. No, one the first week I I did return to the doctor, right? Yeah. And so I went downstairs, and it was so hard to go downstairs. 
and then you'd have to go upstairs. Mm -hmm. Everything took so long. And when things are out of whack in your life, it just seems like you you're you you're, you don't get a lot accomplished and and you're so slow. And in 1 Corinthians 9:24, do you not know that all those who run in a race run? <laughs> that was poof. run run we're supposed to be in a race in the holy race running and not bumbling along and you can get your sure footing when you're in the word of god mm. and it was important for me even though this was my own decision to have my foot done because it became extremely painful and i had to buy bigger shoes to accommodate this foot, this these toes. Plus, you have to have beautiful feet to preach the gospel. Right, now you made me forget where I was going, but anyway, I don't know where I was going. But anyway. Even though it was your own decision. You know, even though it was my own decision to have this done, I still, uh, I couldn't complain. You know, I would say, oh, my toe hurts or, you know, uh, this is something I had to give over to the Lord to keep my attitude right. Hmm. And um, I know Tom kind of got frustrated. He got, because he was, he was doing everything. He was doing everything. And um, I, I wasn't able to help him out. Um, and in fact, he'd come upstairs and eat breakfast with me. And then we'd pray. And it was it was so nice. It was so nice to have have um, that start in my day, and uh, just to meditate. And then sometimes I put on the healing CD and just listen to it. And and people would um, text me or text Tom, and and uh, I I put a card. <laughs> that from Pastor Bob under my pillow. What is it? <laughs> oh, it's from the uh, it's the the, uh, the the blessing of Aaron in in number six, I think it is. Yeah, and you know, the Lord bless you and keep you, make His face to shine upon yeah, you. Yeah, I kept yeah. that under my pillow. But yeah. anyway, so uh, let let's let's get uh, going here. And um, and another thing that I seem to perceive is that sometimes when we're amiss, when we're off, we let people decide uh, how we think and how we act and what we do. And if I can just kind of get it back to when I ate breakfast when. Tom brought it up to me. I drank coffee when he brought it up to me. And um, just just little things. I was so dependent on him. I let him decide what I was going to do in my life. And I think this uh, can be a stumbling block in our lives when we're off, we're, we're in a weak, mode yeah we let our defenses down 
And then we let other people's talk decide how we're going to act or what we're going to do. So um, I think you're talking about the lack of independence, which when people go through infirmities, I'm sure they, they feel that in a big way. But I mean, I think that's true, you know, in the Christian life, if you're if you're very weak, then you want somebody to give you a word. You're always looking right. for some prophet or, you know, or somebody else's message. But God wants us to have our own relationship with him. In Romans 12, too, it says, Don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed. You know, we're supposed to be transformed by God. We're not, we're not to let people transform us. Mm -hmm. We're supposed to be transformed by the Spirit of God. You know, and we're to do what's good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. There's three things, you know. It's like progression. Mm. And um, so stop and reevaluate re your situation and see if you're letting people dictate uh, your life. And um, are, are we speaking what we hear the Father say? Are we speaking what we hear the world say? Mm -hmm. Is that worth repeating? Yeah, we need to hear that again. <laughs> <laughs> Are we speaking what we hear from what the Father says or what we read in the Word? Are we speaking what we hear what the world is saying? And if you're speaking what uh, some commentary is saying, or are you speaking what the Father God says? Well, and, what, what kind of commentary are you talking about? Well, what? like TV or radio or the Commentator Internet. Commentator on TV. Yes, or yes. What? Okay. Yeah. You know, uh, are, are you repeating what they say? Or are you repeating what the Father says? Man's opinion or God's truth? Right, and I think, um, again, just kind of stop. And, uh, you know, I know it's uh, many people do this, but I've been reading the Word, and then I, I, I say, this is what's happening. You know, I, I say that what I'm reading is happening in my life today. And um, instead of what... You know, this is really trying times, guys, you yeah. know. So, so confess the Word of God. Confess, read it out loud. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes we have to cover our ears because we're being bombarded with fear and we're being bombarded with with hostility and, and, and evil words. Mm -hmm. And... Um, we have to watch it. So yeah, cover your ears. Well, there's so much there's so much strife, and it's it's just easy to fall into that trap of uh, flowing right in, getting in that stream. Yeah. And the Bible said, where there's envy and strife, there's confusion in every evil work. You know, so we need to let the peace of God dominate in our lives, and and then we can be peacemakers, which is what we're really called to be. So. If if your toe is messed up, <laughs> you know, it was just one little toe mm -hmm. on my right foot, but it threw my whole life off. 
So that could be like one relationship or uh, one little sin. Well, yeah, one little sin. Or, it can trip you right up. Yeah, or one little thought that you keep pondering over right. and over again that you shouldn't be. Yeah. But when you're less independent, um, uh, you are not whole. Mm. And I, I, I want to be independent in, in God. Mm -hmm. I want to be dependent of, on God. Uh, therefore, He will make me independent. Mm -hmm. And um, I want to be whole. Jesus Christ makes you whole. Amen. There's no, you know, there's no doctor that can make you whole. Mm -hmm. And I thank the Lord. I had the nicest doctor, Dr. Luke. And he was so nice. But he couldn't make me whole. Father God had to make me whole. I thank the Lord for, for doctors and nurses. I used to be a nurse. You know, but only Jesus Christ can fix you. Yeah. He's, he, the, he's, the only one, he's the only one that can fix what's really wrong. He's the great physician. Amen. Amen. Um, so... Uh, I, I think we could just kind of end. Okay. And, uh, you know, we, we talk, maybe you, you don't know Jesus Christ. Mm. And uh, you, you would like your heart healed or your life is messed up, mm -hmm. you know, because one thing or sometimes we have many things that, that throw us off course. And uh, realize that Jesus Christ died mm -hmm. for your sins he was buried he was dead three days and then he arose yeah. he's alive and he did that he died for your sins well you know i think about what you said there susan about jesus christ makes you whole that's mm. that's it in a nutshell i mean you know the the world is broken, people are broken because of sin, and it all goes back to the garden, you know, and it all goes back to sin in our hearts. But Jesus came to die for our sins, and that we could find forgiveness, and we could find restoration and healing in our hearts. And uh, I'm thankful for that. You know, I, I, uh, there's not salvation in any other name but in the name of Jesus, so you, you can... You can find Jesus today. I mean, now how do you do that? You pray and you how confess you him as Lord. You know, the Bible said, if you confess with your mouth, the Lord Jesus, and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart, man believes unto righteousness. With the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. So you see, Jesus died on that cross for your sins. Mm -hmm. He was buried, but he rose again and he's alive today. And he is Lord and he'll come into your life. The Bible said, as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God. So you can become a child of God today. Just pray a simple prayer like this. Just say, Dear Father, I thank you for Jesus. Mm. I believe he died for me. Mm -hmm. I believe he rose again. And today I confess Jesus is my Lord. I say, mm. yes, Lord. I will follow you. Change my heart, Lord. Cleanse me. Make me new. Heal me. And make me whole. In Jesus' name.
Amen. Praise God. You know, it's by the grace of God, I am what I am. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, when we give our lives to the Lord, we're not to become like everybody else. We're to become like Him. So yeah. you don't have to worry about losing your identity when you give your life to the Lord. Mm -hmm. uh, God, I kept my identity. I kept my creative ability. I, I kept my, um, my talents. I kept my, my own DNA, but I, I'm in the family of God. Your uniqueness. Yeah, you don't have to that. worry about losing your uniqueness when you, you yeah. give your life to the Lord. Yeah, it's great. Praise God. So thank you for <laughs> for listening to my uh, my toe story. Yeah. So you can tell somebody else about my toe story. Yeah, and share, share it with them. Share this message with somebody and uh, stay in touch with us. And uh, we, we love you. And Susan, just before we stop, could you just maybe just reach out and pray for people and just pray that God would touch their lives today? Father God, I just pray for people that are listening right now, that are going to listen in a month from now. They're going to, this is going to be on the internet forever. <laughs> and I just pray, Father God, that you touch their hearts and you speak to them, Father God, in a personal way. And Father God, wrap your arms around them and hug them and hold them tight. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Good News for Everyone from Tom Shanklin Ministries. Tom and I want to invite you to visit our website at www.shanklinministries.org. You will find many encouraging articles and videos and podcasts. There's news about our worldwide outreach and also ways you can connect with us. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you.